Welcome to the Church Doctors Podcast with Scott and Marla Sheely. The Church Doctors Podcast is brought to you by Outpouring International. Love God, love people. Hello, everybody. I'm Scott. And this is Marla. And what a great day to listen to a podcast. Right. We're so excited you're listening with us today. Thank you. Yes, I'm so excited. All the different listeners that have written in and and expressed how they're enjoying these. And so thank you very much. We en- we enjoy getting the feedback. That's right. And we're going to do a podcast today that we know everybody is going to want to hear. Right. Be sure to hit like, share, get it out to everyone you know. What are we going to talk about today, Marla? Well, we have been doing a study through a book by Chris Valentin called Spiritual Intelligence. Yes, and it's been awesome. Incredible. Yep, and we recommend that highly. We do. And he actually has a course you can take uh, online, a very intensive course, and we highly recommend that also. But there was on page 88 of it, uh, something that caught my eye, and it says, The Symptoms of Your Seat. And I thought, you know, that would make a really good podcast um, if we just talked about the different symptoms of our seat. And when I mean seat, I mean, are we living from heaven to earth or from earth to heaven? Right. So if we're living from earth to heaven, we still believe God's God. Mm-hmm. We know the Word of God mostly. Mm-hmm. Because the mostly part is what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> and and if we're living from earth to heaven, then uh, we're kind of confined by what's going on in the earth. Uh, maybe our, our circumstances, circumstances and yeah. what we can figure out with our own understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe comparing mm-hmm. to what we see with our eyes, what everybody else is doing. Natural facts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is living from heaven toward earth. And that's the perspective, of course, that we want everybody to get yeah today. this might be a two three four parter because <laughs> it could take us a while i think but um i just want to read in ephesians 1 uh verse 18 through 20 it says i pray that the light of god will illuminate the eyes of your imagination flooding you with light so we're we're we believe God is going to open up people's eyes today when they begin to hear. Yep, we release that over you right now in Jesus' name. Yes, flooding you with light. Um, darkness is exposed and the light comes forth until you experience the full revelation of the hope of His calling. That is the wealth of God's glorious inheritances that He finds in us, His holy ones. I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith. Then your lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you. This is the mighty power that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place of highest authority and supreme authority in the heavenly realm. That's right. And in order to live like that and have the power of God uh, work through us and in us, then we have to have the perspective of living from heaven toward earth. And and earlier you mentioned like where, how to measure where's your seat at? Where where are we seated? Of mm-hmm. course, one of the main ones would be uh, the scripture that comes to mind is we're seated in heavenly places. Right, are, we're seated next to Jesus mm-hmm. at the right hand of the Father on the mercy seat. We're, we're, we're with Jesus. Uh, that's our position. That's, that's where we're seated. Of course, our, where we're, where we live is, is in the earth, but our position, 
with our authority and and where we're at with Jesus is in heaven. Yeah. And so and then another one that goes with that because you have to understand that when we were born again, we're not humans that we added God to our life like um, I'm still the same Scott, but now I believe in God, and He's trying to clean me up. I'm getting someday God's going to be able to work me in to being a real Christian, and <laughs> uh, you know, there's just kind of all kinds of ideas out there, there where, are. where, uh, but when you were born again, you became a new creation in Christ Jesus instantly. So, y- yes, you you're still renewing your mind. Yes, you might have to work out some things that you still want to do with your carnal nature, you know, where you used to come from, but but who you really are is in Christ Jesus, mm-hmm. a new creation. You're not a new, uh, a, a made new or a, a new and improved version of you. You're a whole, totally new creation, and that creation lives in heaven. And so uh, there's two scriptures that I wanted to bring up. One is in Matthew 6, 6, where it says, Pray like this, Jesus said, Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done where? On earth as, as it, it is, is in heaven. Mm-hmm. So we're supposed to have things happening on earth as it is in heaven. So that the instead direction... Instead of having <laughs> uh, heaven... See, instead of the opposite. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so that's the direction things are supposed to flow, Jesus said, from heaven to earth. So we're we're our rightful place, like it says in Philippians three twenty, it says we're a colony of heaven on earth as we cling tightly to our life giver, the Lord Jesus Christ. So we're colonized here. We're like just representatives of heaven living here on earth. So we're f- we are from heaven representing the government of heaven as uh, uh I think it's a uh, Corinthians says, as ambassadors of Christ. And so uh, we're representatives of heaven here, living from heaven to earth. Um, It's just the same as if we were in the United States and we went to uh, Canada to represent the U.S. government. We're still from the United States, so we're living from the United States, going to Canada to help represent our government there. Mm -hmm. we We don't all of a sudden... Look around and say, "Okay, and now I got to be Canadian and figure out how to live here." No, we still have our mindset of U.S. citizens too. It's right, it's right, and so and that's we do a- things like U.S. citizens would do, and then find out that we're in Canada and we did it wrong or whatever. But, but we're coming from that mindset. We're coming from that U.S. perspective. Yeah, and just like we need to come from that heavenly perspective and looking at things instead of. The earthly way, and the Bible's loaded with, uh, you know, references to the same idea. Like loaded, like I am in you. Right. If if you be in me and I be in you, you can ask my Father anything, and and He'll do it for you. Well, how can you be in Jesus and Him be in you if you're an earthly creature? And Jesus is Jesus is in heaven. He ascended to heaven. Um, another one is is the same thing as Jesus is, so shall we be in this life. Well, the the as Jesus is is how Jesus is now, the resurrected Jesus, mm-hmm. and so we're like a heavenly being. Mm-hmm. We're of course we operate from heaven to earth. So so now what we need to do is find out: Am I? 
right? How, 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 <laughs> how do, do I know if I am or not? So you have a list out of yeah. Chris Valentin's book that uh, that we're going to base our our measurement. How do you test whether you're living from heaven to earth or earth to heaven? So he lists seven symptoms that you're living from earth to heaven. This is the okay? how, This is bad. This is bad. Yeah, yeah. This is the bad list. Number one. You worry a lot. Yeah. Ooh. So, so worry's connected to fear. Right? Is worry's Anxiety. big brother, mm-hmm. right? Anxiety, right. worry, a foreboding. For, like yeah, I was just gonna say you're foreboding. Af- afraid of the future, and so yeah. So uh, the the Bible's loaded with fear not. The Bible's loaded with I I take care of you. Uh, aren't better than the flowers in the field that don't have a job, don't have a, any cares or worries, and yet. They are clothed better than Solomon and all of his riches. And so uh, another one is, is uh, consider the sparrow. His eye is on the sparrow, right? Right. And I know that he watches over me. So if if God's watching over just the, the little natural things in the world, how much more would he watch over his favorite creation? Mm-hmm. Oh, but Scott, you have no idea what I'm walking through and I'm just, I've just got so much on my plate and I just worry and it's just making me anxious and et cetera, et cetera. I hear, I hear that all the time from people. Christians. So there's one. So now if you're, if you're a worry wart and you say that's your job in the family, that's your Mm. job title, you know that you need to change where you're living from. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that this podcast isn't all negative, let's just do a positive one now. Yeah, straight across. Yeah. So here's a symptom that you're living from heaven to earth. Number one, you believe God can do the impossible and you think like he does. Okay. So that's awesome. So let's say you're the person that was worrying too much. Let's switch it over to, I I understand you do have uh, maybe some things that could be considered something that you should maybe be concerned about right. coming up, yeah, and sure. it's causing you to worry. Maybe your grandkids, maybe maybe health the, issues uh, or something, uh, the economy or right. whatever. You know, those are all real things. We're not saying just ignore the real things. What we're saying is, is on that on that other list, the good side, living from heaven to earth. We we just trust God that of. He's the God of impossible. Mm-hmm. He does impossible things. Right. So no matter what comes our way in our circumstances, even if you live from heaven to earth, we still are in the earth, but mm-hmm. we're not of the earth, right. Bible says, right? So we're still living here, and we all have uh, some of these things come up uh, against us. Our circumstances are hard. Uh, and yet the ones living from heaven to earth, we just say... Um, my God can do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one that we do is uh, whether this turns out for good or 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 it actually comes all the way through and something bad bad happens. We just trust God that He's going to turn it around for our good, right? Right. And so we have always an, a heavenly perspective that says He's not going to leave us or forsake us, no. and so He's with me. He he's promised, always with me. He's right here. He he knows exactly what's going on. Right. All he's doing is waiting for me to turn my eyes to him and to trust him with all my heart. Right. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Number two on the <clears throat> don't do this Don't list. do this side, earth to heaven. You feel like a powerless victim, and you have a big devil and a little God. Yeah. I mean, 
And so we we know that there's a real devil and that darkness has uh, helpers. Uh, there's demons. There's people who actually work in the occult and in Satan, satanic rituals and things, curses. Mm-hmm. And so we know that's a real thing. Uh, and yet we know that that we don't have to be afraid of that. That's another fear or uh, another thing. So, so read that again. It says, You feel like a powerless victim. You have a big devil and a little God. A powerless victim. Yeah, so... First off, he's not a big devil. So whatever the... <laughs> yeah, whatever the devil... Uh, the devil's attacking me. Uh-huh. Uh, we ask people, how are you doing today? Oh, oh yeah. The oh. devil's got done this and that. And, <laughs> oh, Brother Scott. Oh, moany, moany, Here comes moany. the list. No instead. testimony. Yeah, and, and so we we don't believe in a big devil. The, the devil's not anywhere near equal to the power of God. Right. Matter of fact, uh, the devil was kicked out of heaven, and he, he got kicked out so hard that Jesus says in the Bible he saw him fly out of heaven like a bolt of lightning. So uh, it's not a it's not this equal boxing match, and we don't know how it's going to end up. God's God. He he's the, he's the God of all the universe. He's a big God. There's no God comparable to him, and never will be, never has been. And so that's one place to start. Another right. place in that sentence is it says that I'm a victim and powerless. Well, the Bible says that we're more than a conqueror, and that's through the love of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so, and when Jesus was in the earth and he was getting ready to leave in John 17, he prayed for us. And when he prayed for us, he says, uh, he prayed that we would have the same glory that he had. He prayed that the Father God would love us the same way he loved him. And then he gave us his own name, the name of Jesus, and he gave us the authority that came with that name. And he said, now go do the same same thing I did in the earth. Well, what did Jesus do when he was in the earth? Mm-hmm. What did he do mm-hmm. when demons manifest? He got rid of them. Was there ever a time when a demon said, nope, not coming out? Nope, not even. <laughs> was there Every time they what had What about to go. the devil himself came to Jesus and tempted him? I mean, he lost. standing right... Yeah. Yep, he lost. <laughs> <laughs> End of story, mm-hmm. right? And so if we're to... If we're to live the same way Jesus did, which is why he came as a man on the earth to, to set us back up where we're supposed to be, then we're not powerless. No. No, we have, we have all of heaven backing us up, mm-hmm. and we have the authority of Jesus in us. The it's same not spirit like, it's that not raised... It's not like a credit card in our back pocket. Like, right. It's not, a, it's not this exterior, okay, just use my name out loud, mm-hmm. really, really loud when the devil... No, you have authority... In you, right? You, remember, you're a new creation. Well, it's because you have God, Holy Spirit, and God the Father living on the inside of you. And when you say something, it comes out of heaven. I think that's because a lot of people think that when they ask Jesus to come into their heart, that He lives in a little pocket in yep. your heart because we have a little heart, and He's just got a little spot in our heart. And that's all how big he is. And, he's just that and, little and God in my to, heart. He has to fit in there. He fits in there. But that's not what happened. When he came in, he came all the way in, and yeah. all old creature had to leave, and the new life came into us, So that version, every area of us. That version that you just said with the little Jesus mm-hmm. in, in a little heart mm-hmm. is the heaven, the earth to heaven right. thinking. Right, But if you think from heaven to earth, mm-hmm. my spirit man doesn't have to actually fit inside no, my body. No, he can go out, yeah, he, right? <laughs> like, how big is your spirit man? I think your spirit man is as big as your faith. 
that's no yeah. faith your spirit man might fit in your little heart. Yeah. But if you have great faith and you believe in a God that does impossible things right here in the earth in the midst of the darkness and the chaos, then your spirit man's probably pretty big. Yeah. If you have faith that God can save a nation in a day, your your spirit man's getting barely big. Really big. Right? And so so uh so don't get this concept that er- in human terms. Right. Like in in what we can see in the natural, the natural helps us understand God, but God's way beyond what we can understand. He is not a flannograph Jesus <laughs> no. anymore. Mm-hmm. All right, so all right, so so the good side yeah, of this one—we're not going to do that right, other one. You live with a one hundred year vision and plan to leave a legacy to your children's children. Right, so. The Bible says that uh, a righteous man is blessed unto a thousand generations. Yes. So so because I'm born again and I am walking in this earth in authority uh, over darkness and over the devil, and I am giving out of my life into the world to help bring the light of heaven into this darkness, that's righteousness. Mm-hmm. It's not just being born again and going to church. I think righteousness includes actually doing something with what you were given. Oops, did I just say that? Uh, and so so if we're doing something with what we were given, we're that's the right we're put back right where we were supposed to be before the fall. Yeah. Right? And so then then my children and my children's children under a thousand generations is blessed. Yeah. So that just totally marks off the box, you know, just scratches out that I'm powerless. Right. You know, and I think a lot of people, you know, they're like, um, uh, let's recycle, let's take care of the earth, let's do all these things. That's thinking generationally and and props to you for, you know, doing that if you do those kinds of things. But we're supposed to be living from heaven to earth. We're supposed to be thinking spiritually uh, about our children and our grandchildren and thousand generations. That's right. So on your way to dropping off your recycle, you should be praying a blessing over your neighborhood, over your city, over your country, over your nation. You should be, uh, oh, I just thought of a prophecy for one of my kids. You get on your phone Mm. and you text them. I believe you're powerful. Mm -hmm. What you're headed to do is going to make a difference. You and your family are blessed, Mm -hmm. right? Right. And so so it's we we still have to live in the earth and do functional things, but the part where we're living from heaven to earth uh, reminds me of, uh, uh, we frame our world in front of us with the words we say. Exactly. So something's got to come out Mm -hmm. of our mouth here. We need to agree with God, right? Right. If everybody could see me, I'm I'm waving my hands like a wild <laughs> Italian man. Please, this is uh, you please. can have what you say, people. <laughs> or or you can say I'm powerless. Right. Uh, it works for everybody else, and it it's a big seem devil, to work a little god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a I have a big devil and a little god. So out Always of your mouth, what mm-hmm. you're framing in front of you, or another, I'm a carpenter, like framing a house. But if you're a gardener, you're planting seeds in front of you that are going to grow weeds. But if you're living from heaven to earth and you're, the confession out of your mouth is is what I just said about mm-hmm. blessing your family, mm-hmm. prophesying over your kids, believing the Word of God, then your garden is going to grow good things. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's really good. And it is springtime, so now's a good time to start planting and speaking yeah. those things that aren't as though they are. So, and... and um. 
leaving a legacy for your children's children. So if you're listening and you're like, oh, this sounds really good. Well, then do this. (laughs) Don't do the other bad list. Do the good one. Oh, dear. Okay. Number three. You don't, this is the earth towards heaven, the bad one. You don't think you have anything to contribute to making the world a better place. Yeah, it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Uh, the government right seems now, to do whatever seemed, it wants. Yeah. They're doing weird things. <clears throat> the school systems seem to do whatever yeah. they want. They're teaching vile, dark things in our schools. Uh, you know, what could one, what can one person, I mean, this even keeps people from just doing voting in the natural, right? which is ridiculous. Right. Vote. I mean, at least that's something they give you to do. But, but uh, in, in the, in the supernatural, uh, that this is stinking thinking to think that w- one person can't do anything. I mean, you and God is a majority. Like he, he didn't say if if you can find somebody else to agree with you, then I'll do it. He did say that your prayers might chase more, you know, one can chase a thousand, well, two or three in agreement can chase 10,000. I agree with that. But it didn't say that one's not powerful. Right. One still chases a thousand. Yeah. Right? And so, uh, you know, one person, who's who's one person that we can think of? That Joseph. Joseph changed a whole world while mm-hmm. he was alive. Right. So he got he got thrown in a pit by his brothers because they were jealous of him. They sold him to some merchants that were traveling to Egypt. They sold him to a the executioner of Egypt, and his wife tries to seduce Joseph into uh, sleeping with her. He says no and runs away. She takes his clothes off of his back as he's leaving the house. Uh, she uses that as evidence against him. He gets thrown in jail, and... He still won't quit because he had a, a, a word from God in a dream that he was going to be a star one day mm-hmm. and that and it, it was going to affect his family. Mm-hmm. So through these, through like 15, 20 years is how long this took. He, he has a dream in jail uh, to help these two guys out and it did and help the one guy out. And he, and he finally gets to before Pharaoh to interpret Pharaoh's dream. And he ends up saving the known world at that time from famine, famine. from starvation. Mm-hmm. One guy. And God used it to bring Israel into the land of Egypt and fulfill prophecy. I mean, it's just this huge story. But one guy, because he wouldn't give up in, in the wor- you know way worse circumstances than I'm sure any of us have ever been in. I just went down a real fast list. I mean, he suffered. Well, what if he... F- you know, on one of the first or second things that happened to him, what if he felt like a powerless victim and he had a big devil and a little God and he began to worry? I don't think... He would have cried while he was in that pit and he, he would have never made it to... Yeah. He'd have never saved the nation Not to mention the all the rest of the years that he spent separated right. from his family and his dad. That's right. So... So who other... Another one person that did something to change who was super influential. What about Billy Graham? Oh, okay. One, I was, th- I was thinking Bible guys. What okay. about what about uh, who else can we think of? Reinhard Bonnke has me, and he's deceased now. But he had as many as uh, the last one I saw it was three oh, my three goodness. million people millions in a field, and, and he's preaching the gospel to him, and and it's like they had to invent a, a sound system for Reinhard Bonnke so that he could talk to that many mm-hmm. people at one time. Mm-hmm. One guy. Did that? Mm-hmm. So don't don't sit here and go. What can I do? I'm just one person. Well, 
what you can do is live from heaven toward earth, and then all your the way you look at everything changes. Yeah. The Bible says, according to your faith, so shall it be unto you. Yeah. You're the one that decides how big it is. Yeah. Not God. God yeah. didn't pick Reinhard Bonnke to be big and pick you to be nothing. Reinhard Bonnke declared out of his mouth before all these big meetings were big, he said, all of Africa shall be saved. That's what you heard him say all yeah. the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now... It's, it, I mean, it's... It's still going. It's still going. He he thought generationally. Mm-hmm. He raised up a young man mm-hmm. uh, at the time, Daniel Kalinda, and uh-huh. he's doing the same thing. Yeah. 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 So the heaven to earth side, number three, the world's troubles only serve to challenge you to think big and bring God's ideas to the table. Yeah. And which is part of the reason for this book. He called it spiritual intelligence. So... Sometimes we just use our prayer life to answer our personal needs. God, I need this. I need that. Yeah. Which, that's all fine. That's okay, but there's, Care, but wait, there's more. <laughs> cast your cares upon the Lord because he cares for you, right? right. So, but, but there's also, um, whatever you ask, think, he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above anything that you ask, mm-hmm. whatever you think, mm-hmm. or whatever you imagine. Mm-hmm. So spiritual intelligence gets into the place of imagination, into the place of, okay, this is bad, the world systems are bad, but there's an answer for every problem in the earth somewhere in heaven, and if we'll ask Holy Spirit what the answer is to that, then he may, he may drop something in your heart about what you can do in your local community, how to solve the problem with homelessness, hunger, you know, trash in our school systems, you know, uh, trash in our governments. I mean, just what, whatever it is. Remember, if we have a God that works in the realm of the impossible, which we do, then there's no, there's nothing, no problem that's too hard. There's, there's an answer, yeah. And that that that's answer right. is probably sitting on a shelf with dust on it in heaven because nobody stopped and asked God, "What's the answer to that?" And on top of that, being willing to lay down your life in order to meet that need. And so I think there's kind of a probably a place where there's a disconnect. You know, we used to take the kids when we lived in Oklahoma across the line to Missouri and we went to George Washington Carver's um uh, it's, what do they have it was it's a his, museum uh, birthplace birthplace and okay. his home yeah and uh uh he he had a horrible beginning yep. and yet he came up with a bazillion ideas on how to use the peanut he he started out uh born a slave from a I slave think. woman mm-hmm. he was uh sick and uh, Very sick. Yeah, he was a sickly child. His mom left him laying on the ground, uh, wrapped up in a blanket, hoping that someone would take him. Mm-hmm. Some guys that were riding through the woods were hunting slaves that had escaped, found this baby, and for some reason, instead of killing it, gave it to a family to raise. Mm-hmm. This is his start. Mm-hmm. He was so sick growing up that he couldn't work out in the fields, and so he became a studious type guy. Then he ends up, like you said, coming up with 300 different ways to use a peanut. And he just asked God, "How? Do, what do I do? He made paint. He yeah. made roads. He made uh, rubber. He, he, he made... All kinds uh, of things. Yeah, peanut butter. Peanut butter, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. so even in, even in bad circumstances growing up, you can still turn, turn out to be a world changer. 
It's just who who's whose report are you going to he believe? Sat, huh? He sat it outside under heaven one day. George Washington Carver did, and he he said, "God, what's the secret to the universe?" And God said, "That's too big for you. Ask me something else." And he said, "Okay, what's the what's the meaning of the peanut?" Because he was thinking, right. "Well, God just humbled me. Right. What's the smallest thing I can think of?" And he thought, "Well, back then they didn't eat peanuts. They didn't know anything about them." Well, he found out that if you will plant peanuts in a field after planting cotton, it puts back into the soil the nitrogen and nutrients that the soil mm-hmm. needs to grow cotton better the next year. Yeah. And he turned around the whole agricultural system of the South just with that one thing, but he came up with 299 I more. I can't remember how many. Yeah, right? there was just a boat. Matter of fact, things. he became a sought-after inventor all over the world. People all over the world yeah. tried hiring him, including Russia, you know, uh, Henry Ford, the, the United States government. And he told them all no, and he just kept serving God and helping the poor. Yeah. So we have like four more symptoms on either side, and uh, we don't have time today to do them. But I encourage you to get the book Spiritual Intelligence by Chris Valentin. Um, I know that we got ours on Amazon I'm sure that you can go to his website and um, order it. Better yet, just take his class. It's it's absolutely fabulous. And uh, And, we will... And believe God today. Believe for something that's outside in your imagination. What would it look like if you were totally set free from poverty or... Or being afraid, mm-hmm. you know, start asking God to help you get out of that place and turn your mind around and realize that you are powerful. We're speaking that over you right now. So in let's Jesus just pray. Name. Yeah, let's yep. just pray. Father it. God, we thank you that every listener today yes. is equipped and well able to live in this earth and represent God. And represent like God to the earth. And your, you, your thinking is changing into a place where you're allowing God through your decrees and through your prayers to come. And, uh, and change our circumstances in our earth today. Yes, and it's time for you to step up into your heavenly seat if that's not where you're living from already today. Uh, we love you. Thank you for listening with us today. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on the Church Doctors Podcast. For more information or to contact us, please visit our website at outpouringintl.com.